All right. Uh, welcome to Valued Pursuit. Uh, my name is Pat, Dr. Patrick Davitt, and my co-host. My name is Tyler, Tyler Stegman, and Dr. Stegman of Physical Therapy. Okay, you know what? This Dr. Stegman. <laughs> Tyler, it's the first That's time right, I've man. referred to you as Dr. Stegman. So I've congratulated you, but officially face-to-face, Dr. Stegman. It's a pleasure. I mean, just to be able to do this with you, man, is awesome. Like once a teacher and now, you know, mentor and a friend at this point, it's really an honor to be able to start something like this with you and just have the privilege to provide value to people. Yeah. So. yeah the, the, the honor is all mine. The, the, the pupil, I always say that as a professor, you know, educator, things like that, that my whole goal would be if whoever I teach, when they get to where they're, where, you know, if they get to my age and they are better than me, then I did my job. Like the whole point would be, you know, as hope sort of goes into our name, valued pursuit, you know, uh, but before we get into all that, let, let's, um, let's talk a little bit. Of, this is our first episode. Let's talk a little bit about who we are, you know, where we came to be, how we came sort of from where we were separate and now back together. Um, so do you want to get started? Yeah, definitely. Um, so like I said, I mentioned, I just, uh, passed my board exam in July end of July, just started working in uh, September. So I'm a new grad. I went to Sacred Heart, uh, did their doctor physical therapy program there. Um, I met Patrick in Mercy College when I was doing my bachelor's of exercise science. And you were the co-director there at that no, time? For just professor. Exercise science, exercise science. Professor. Had him in numerous uh, coursework and classes, really got close with him, um, did some research together, had really fun in the exercise science lab. Uh, and now, yeah, basically, like I said, we just wanted to come together and start a uh, podcast together that where we could value pursuit, provide value to people that are within the health realm and field clinicians, um, and also self-development and things like that. Kind of just a mix of kind of one-stop shop. That's kind of our goal with this. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my brief background. Also strength and conditioning coach as well. Uh, Patrick definitely helped me do that. So I have my certified strength and conditioning specialist certification, love to work out. We both really love CrossFit. I think that's another kind of thing that we kind of dive deep in together with and uh both just love to exercise and move and be active throughout our life awesome i like that that term self-development i always say personal development you know like ultimately what do you, what are we trying to accomplish uh you know but personal development really is then self-development because but my gosh we can go off so many tangents so my name is patrick davitt uh dr patrick davitt I have my PhD in nutritional physiology and biochemistry from Rutgers University. My specialization is like energy metabolism, um, fitness testing, things like that uh, in the field of exercise physiology. Uh, I've studied a ton of different types of diets and fitness regimes, all of that crazy stuff. Uh, I am a certified strength coach as well. I'm a level one CrossFit um, coach. Uh, and you know, I'm a professor, uh, of exercise physiology. I run the exercise physiology program at St. Joseph's university out in Philadelphia. Uh, and I met Tyler, I'm in my 10th year now of a full-time professor. It's kind of wild. I'm now in, you know, in my forties and it's like, you, you change your perspective <laughs> on things, but I met Tyler, uh, during my tenure at, uh, Mercy college, which is just North of Manhattan. 
You know, and from there, it's through research, through a variety of different things. Um, my big thing has always just been to just continually pursue, you know, knowledge and understanding and things like that. Um, and Tyler was just, you know, always one of those individuals who just constantly valued, you know, like giving his best and putting in the hardest work and being hard on himself and like constantly chasing something better. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, here we are, we've talked, we've kept in touch over the years, probably fell off for a tiny bit. Um, and then we sort Definitely, of, yeah, when I was in graduate school, I feel like life just shuts down. Uh, as sure. you know, too. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's, you know, it's wild. It's one of the, I always say one of the greatest times of learning in my life was when I was studying for my qualifiers for like PhD, things like that. You like present what you're going to do. And then there's an aspect where now you're going to become, you know, the PhD is definitely a little bit different than, you know, the, we're both doctors. PhD is going to be different than the DPT, which is different than the MD and all these different things. But there Why don't you briefly, real quick, sorry oh, to interrupt you, yeah. just mention what is, everyone always says to me like, oh, what do you have your PhD in physical therapy? Just quick. Can you, if you're able to at least sure. like just distinguish the difference between the two, like a doctorate of physical therapy, a doctorate of, you can basically have a doctorate in anything, right? Psychology, a medical doctor, and then also a PhD. Like what was the main difference between PhD, MD and doctorate? Yeah. So, you know, well, most of the other ones outside of PhD, I don't want to say they're more specialized because they're not, but they're maybe they're more content uh, specialized where, you know, if you're a medical doctor, you know, all of them are going to have certifications. You're going to pass a board certified exam, things like that. I didn't have that. We had that within the certified strength coach, but all these different things are like that. Um, the, the difference from the PhD, which stands for, you know, doctorate of philosophy or, you know, philosophical doctorate type, type, you know, you look at what does PhD stand for and you go out to Oxford and different things and, you know, they'll have like uh filled, Phil D and, but it's all basically, you know, philosophy of, you know, a, a doctorate of philosophy, um, you know, and then it's not philosophical in the field of philosophy, but it's more, you know, the philosophical nature of your field and things like that. And I mean, ultimately the main thing that seems to set the PhD apart is uh, like an aspect of research where research is going to be a big part from MD, you know, DPT, you know, I advise a lot of students and then I'm, I work close with DPT or OT, PA, all these different things. Um, but like to even to go from a master's to the PhD, it's PhD is now like original research and you're just, your whole world is like engrossed in research. You, you don't have to go and teach and things like that. You can go into industry you can go work, you know, wherever you want. But um, yeah, so I mean, for, to get back then, part of the biggest month of my life where I probably learned more than anything else was studying for the qualifiers where you have a month and you have all these professors and they basically give, they, they have their expertise and they give you their topic. A lot of them will give you a couple different seminal papers, things like that in the field. And then they just give you general topics. So it's like in the nutritional world, you'll have like vitamin D, calcium, bone, energy, metabolism, um, you know, vitamin A, uh, DNA, the eyes, uh, antioxidant, all these different things. And then you have a month and I just studied with two really good friends 
we went into Starbucks, the library, my room. And for a month, all I did was read papers. And then you show up and they hand you a laptop and a packet. And the packet has like seven of the professors or whatever it is. And you only have to answer like five and they just have a series of questions. And it's like, here's the packet, here's the laptop, bring it back when you're done. And I don't know, I was in there for like 10 hours and it was like 30 pages of typing and things like that. And it's just in that period of time, it's just, it's like one of those moments where it opens up your eyes to how capable you are if you're willing, you know, to take the time to like dedicate, you know, things to, to, to like focus and dedicate, which again, goes back this is one of the reasons why, um, I mean, we can get into sort of valued pursuit. It's just, you know, there's a quote from Bruce Lee and it says, I fear not the man who has practiced a thousand kicks one time, but one kick a thousand times. And it's like, you know, just one, like just a day, take 10 minutes day after day after day after day. And it's like, you know, now I'm 10 years into my field. My PhD took me seven years. So it's like, gosh, I'm 17, then a postdoc. I'm 18 years. It's been 18 years since I started studying this general field of true understanding and things like that. And it's, I just have this insatiable curiosity to like continue and expand it and see how, you know, I can help other people and things like that. So. We were talking about it the other day too, like when we just met and now obviously this is our first episode, but just how, you know, motive, everyone's looking for motivation and, and the real gist of it, it's really consistency and consistently doing the right things on a daily basis to, you know, motivation ebbs and flows, but when an opportunity presents itself to be ready to capitalize on it, right? I feel like that's like a very common theme in life or anything, yeah. whether it's education, whether it's work, whether it's a side business, whatever it is, consistently yeah. putting in those steps. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's where like you, well, we're both in the general health and fitness field. Um, but you know why it's, we're not, you know, doing something. We're not, we're not talking only about that. We're going to have a lot of content and things like that. Well, that will specifically dive into our expertise, but it just overlaps with virtually anything. So, you know, it's like the, the I can't remember who said it, but you know, there's that quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, so it's, and this is like this big messages now when you look in the military or, you know, like these big podcasters or influencers and they're like, make your bed and like do these little tiny things because it's like, yeah, it's, you know, habits, like how you form good habits is, you know, very important. And like one habit's going to translate into the other one. And you probably see in your field where, you know, I see in my field, even just as a professor, it's, Number one recommendation, students who come through, it's, hey, just buy your textbook and read your textbook. It's like, I, I'm not here. I mean, there's different professors and there's different people who who preach and teach and all these different things. But a lot of times, like one of my greatest professors, he just sat in a chair in the front and like didn't even know what the slides were saying. But he's like, oh, that's what it's about. And he would just like wrap on for 30 minutes about like a single concept and give you all these analogies and like put it into practice and things like that. Um, you know, but it's like, read your, read your book. And there's a ton of out there who say they don't believe in all that stuff. Wow. I'm here. I'm, you don't have to read your book. And it's like, it can save you a lot of time. Like, you know how many experts, it's not like the three authors that were on that textbook. It's you have every one of the editors that put in like expert content. It's like, if you just read a little bit each day, you come to class or in your field, it's like, gosh, you go to a physical therapist. I've only been to a physical therapist once in my life. Um, but I always said, 
the CSCS. So like if I had to pursue another one now that I'm older, it'd be like, I'd want to pursue one that has the CS, CSCS, not because of what the the credential necessary. There's tons that might not have it, but I would assume that they then have at least the mindset of like an athlete, a warrior and things like that. Like, I don't want to be brought from a rehab standpoint back to status quo. I want to be able to like dig out this giant stump in my yard or pick up a big boulder or like, you know, see how many bags of groceries I can carry when my wife comes home and the trunk is full of them, stuff like that. So it's like, I have that, but you go to a PT and my assumption is, and this is where, please chime in, would be how many of your patients are going to come and do work with you? And then it's like, they're not going to do any work until the next oh, yeah. time that they see you. And it's like, no, you're missing the whole point, stuff like that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big thing too. I think even going back to your point with like going to clinicians that just in general in the field, like even doctors, physical therapists, nutritionists, like whatever it is, like people that are actually doing these things in their own lifestyle is such a huge thing. Like you should be going to somebody who is following the diet that, you know, is of whole foods or a doctor that is fit and in shape and trying to give you things to fix problems and not just mass symptoms or a physical therapist that lifts weights and understands what you're trying to go back to, or is, you know, into functional movements and wants to help you be more of like a freed human, you know, and help you get rid of your pain. And, and that's kind of the end goal. Um, but with patient compliance, I mean, that's a huge thing. That's, that's probably more outpatient right now. I'm in the acute care setting. So I'm in a hospital, but it's definitely, it's a, I think it's a little easier in the hospital because they're not, they're not going anywhere for probably like up to five days for, for an average length of stay in the hospital. So it's easy to kind of see them, you know, three, three out of those five days, let's say, and get a good amount of work in before they're discharged. I think more in the outpatient setting, you definitely see that where, you know, you give someone things to do and like for your students too, like you were saying before, like just read a little bit each day or just go home and do one exercise or one, one mobilization or stretch or what, whatever it is that you need to benefit from, and then come back and see me and do that consistently every single day. And you're going to get results from it. You know, like you have to do something though. you can't just do it when you come in and then just think that you're going to get to where you want to be, you know, pain-free again. It's, it's giving you the tools to be successful to consistently, you know, put in the work and then get to like what the end goal is. So, you know, I can't do the things for you when you're home. You have to do those things on your own, but I can teach you and and show you the right environment to be in and and the tools to be successful. But you're ultimately you're the, you know, it's the saying with the uh you can't you can bring a horse to water, but you can't force him to drink it, right? It's mm -hmm. like you can give someone all the tools in the book, but it's up to you ultimately to, to do something with it. And to even it out of the 10 things you give someone, even if you just do one thing, you know, it's better than doing nothing. It's going to help you 1% every day. That's kind of what this whole podcast stands for. Valued pursuit is just getting better overall in your life. You know, even not even 1%, even if it's a part of a percent, like, you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Who is it? Link the mindset. Link Lincoln said, I may not always go forward, but I never move backward. You know, and right. then Confucius said, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously a journey of a thousand steps, you know, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but his big one was, um, it doesn't matter how slow you go. So long as you continue forward, like as long as you keep going, you're going to have pitfalls, you're going to have stumbles and it's, you know, uh, and it, and it should be hard. Like, uh, what, what's the one guy, Les Brown says, you know, things that are supposed to be hard, like do them hard. It's 
there's no sh- the biggest thing I keep hearing when you look at all of the different experts and people chiming in. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast with you is, you know, we have a lot of commonality, like we overlap and things like that. But it's, I just keep going back to my gosh, there's so many, so many different messages out there in the test of time for thousands of years. You have write ancient writings and things that are, you look at like samurai warriors and, you know, you look at like all sorts of books from whenever years and years ago today, there's really not that many principles. It's like, it's, it's, you know, it's very simple. Like at the end of the day, things break down into like simplicity, but simple doesn't mean easy. So it's like, if things are easy, yeah, you should do them easily. Like, but if things are supposed to be hard, it's like, do them hard, stuff like that. But I heard a thing today too. I was actually listening to a podcast before you and I hopped on. It said that we have so many options nowadays too. Like there's so like, we can go on Google and look so many things up or YouTube, like you and I were talking about before. I think the issue is, is that there's, there's so much to choose from that people don't know what to choose from. They're trying to find like the best thing to choose from. And in reality, it's just starting with one thing, right? Like what's going to get you going. And then maybe adding another thing once you could get at that one thing. I think that's like the biggest thing I took away from school was prior to going to graduate school, I would be focused on so many things at once. And then once I went to graduate school, I had to focus so to mm-hmm. a T, I'm sure like you were just saying in your PhD on one specific part of something at a time and get so like, you know, laser focused and and down a rabbit hole on that one specific thing and learn absolutely everything about it. And I feel like that helped me a lot because now I'm able to kind of shift gears in life better. I'm able to really focus on if we're growing this podcast together, or if we're focusing on my clothing brand, which we'll talk about, or, you know, if we're talking about work and becoming a better clinician, or if we're doing, you know, whatever it is, like focusing on that being present, I think that's kind of what it comes down to really focusing on what's in front of you. And really, and, and get the most out of it. So. Yeah, the laser focus. I, I, you know, as you know, and my gosh, any I, I'm obsessed with quotes. Like that's my TikTok, Instagram. That's the stuff I do. I just love, you know, that that I, I love quotes because if someone doesn't like it, it's like, hey, I didn't say it. You know, let's go go get go get angry at like Einstein or something like that. But most of what I try and do is like put my own interpretation because it's like here's my perspective from my own little world and things like that. But the the so back to the quotes, you said this concept of, you know, the ability of being laser like focus. Bruce Lee had a big quote where he said, you know, the successful warrior is the average man with laser like focus. You know, and 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 I see it today. I mean, gosh, I have you know, two young girls and things like that. And I mean, obviously as a professor, you know, students coming in sometimes 18, 19 years old and this whole concept. And I, I'm, I'm fall prey to it myself. Like the ability of staying focused amidst like all of the chaos, um, this football coach that I used to work with would always talk about like bombs, you know, it's like, you just constantly have all these different like bombs, like information overload bombs going off in your life. And it's like, how can you go back and like, you know, set up focus and all these different things, but you know, and that's a big part of what we wanted to do. So, um, so do you want to talk about, yeah. Talk, talk to us about reinvent co. Definitely. Um, so those of obviously like close followers will know about it, but this is more to the general public. Reinvent Co. Clothing brand it established really in 2019. I always had like a vision on wanting to start something outside of just work, trying to have a company, trying to do something that 
in the beginning, it was more of like, maybe have a physical therapy clinic, but I, I helped someone do that. And I kind of got turned off from that and more wanted to work in the field and then do something on the side that was more generalized to like apparel and, you know, something that can provide value to people through obviously being really nice garments, but also a brand that they wear and believe in. And the logo itself standing for something that like you're chasing your best version in life. Um, I mentioned it to you, Patrick, but I, I heard, I was listening to a podcast one day, this is where I came up with the name and I heard someone say, uh, their vision in life is basically once you get to the end of time, you know, being here on earth, that their hope would be to recognize the person that they were created to be. So like their best version in life, they would recognize that person because ultimately they came, became that person. And they use the, this phrase as you should be continuously reinventing yourself. And that's kind of, you know, back to this podcast too, like we said, like 1% every, every day better, 1% better every day is like the motto. And that's kind of where reinvento came from too, is like, you should be continuously reinventing yourself and every different aspect of your life to eventually once our time's up here, because that's our most valuable asset in life is time as humans. Um, it's something that's non-renewable, right? We don't get it back uh, that you should be chasing every day. So reinvent co is a brand that stands for, as I said, a couple of times already continuously reinventing yourself. And it's a logo, the R.co that you can wear knowing that it's, you know, you're part of a culture that is striving to help you become your best version of life. And it's going to be on par with, you know, any of the bigger companies, Lululemon, Athleta, Noble, um, any of these top sports brands that are out there right now. And it's just a lifestyle brand. That's kind of what it comes down to. And it's something that we use to sponsor this podcast too. So this is presented by reInvent Co. And um, it's just a message we're trying to get out there. And, um, you know, clothing is something as humans that we can all relate to. I don't see clothes going away anytime soon. So I think it's something that's really powerful. I really believe in it. And I really want to grow it and have people like yourself, Patrick, come on and help and and connect with other like-minded individuals as well. So really awesome. excited about it to get it going. It's been a while. Like I said, 2019, I knew once I came out of school, I wanted to start it. And now this is the time to, you know, let it rip and get it going. So, yeah, that's, you know, now I just did a, a, a post the other day where I hear, um, who's the preacher guy, Eric Thomas. Uh, he had this one where he talks about now, what is now? And he said, no opportunities wasted. And it's like, man, it just constantly resonates uh, that. And like the, the idea that, you know, with that, reinvent co constantly reinvent yourself you know lifestyle in the nutrition world it's i always talk like well you have like you hear diet and things like that and it's like well you have your diet and it's like what's my dog's diet and it's like that's just what you eat on a daily basis you then have dieting where it's like oh you're changing what you want to do and it's like well are you changing it to something that is temporary or is it something that you can like have a sustained you know lifestyle and like live it long term and things like that um, I constantly struggle with this idea of, I always catch myself being a quote person. Like it's just, I constantly think of them and, you know, quotes only as good as like your willingness to take it in and use it or how you interpret it or things like that. But I think of the word best and then I think of the word better. So it's like continually get better 1%, things like that every day, you know? And I, I think my very first Instagram post or TikTok, whatever, was about that concept 
It's like best according to whose standards and things like that, that even, um, you know, when you get to your best, is there always something beyond that? You know, and it's like, we have, uh, who is it? Simon Sinek talks all the time about like the finite world, you know, the finite game versus the infinite game and things like that. And it's like, you know, in the infinite, in the finite game of business of, you know, things like that, you have like a tangible end. So it's like, well, you, you do have metrics. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with pursuing something that can be labeled as the best and like to have recognition and all these things. And it's like, it's a valuable pursuit. (laughs) It's, you know, it comes back to our, our, our name. Um, but out then in the infinite world, you, there is no best, like you can't win, life you can't win football you can't you know win like the the field of business and things like that so some that i constantly think back you know to um you know as it's hey what can i do today that you know uh what's the one big one uh like do not you know judge yourself against some, who someone else is today uh but you know rather who you were yes like your battle is you versus you and it's like all you're trying to do is like compare yourself and and beat the person that you were yesterday you know and and, and there's an infinite number of possibilities that of who we might become and things like that and all we're trying to do is just continually get better so uh, my do- it's funny my daughter actually said something to me yesterday relating to this concept you know, and it's like, why should I focus on, on me? Someone like pay attention to yourself. And it's like, why is that important? I said, you know, she didn't get it. And it's like, huh, Einstein always said, if you can't break something down simple enough, then you don't really understand it. So it's like, all right, I kept going back and forth. It's like, do you understand it? She's like, no, it's like, all right, let me rephrase it. You know, things like that. But the idea was I needed her to understand that like, she is, she is like, should be the most important in her person in her own life. But with that, if she cares about everyone around her, she, the goal would be for her to focus on herself, like make herself, you know, feel good, exercise, like eat the right foods, you know, drink water, not soda, like all these different things. And, and then I eventually was able to get it. And she's like, Oh, I get it. And she had like this aha ha, ha moment where it was, Oh, if I, because I said, you know, imagine if, you know, like daddy is going to take care of you. And if I was sick, you know, would I be, if I was laying on the couch and sick all day, would I be able to help you and take care of you? She said, no. And then I kept going and I was like, you know, the the goal in life should be take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. It's always, you know, the analogize it to when you're on an airplane, it's like planes going down. What are we supposed to do? You know, if the oxygen mask come down, don't put it on someone else, put it on you because then you can help more people the more you're able to help yourself. And part of that, I love the the, the whole concept of reInvent Co. To me would be, you know, life's going to throw, you never know what life's going to throw at you. So it's like, I always tell people, meet as many people as you can, introduce yourself to as many people as you can. Um, one of the things I do in a couple of my classes is like, have a mission statement. Suppose you run into like this random person in an elevator who like would give you your dream job or a, a, an access to something that you is, is like a worthwhile pursuit. What are you going to say to them in 10 seconds and 30 seconds and 60 seconds, stuff like that. So it's like, regardless of what life throws at you, you have to be willing you know, Bruce Lee, wonderful quotes, be like water. So it's like water can be hard when it needs to, but it's very moldable, things like that. So it's like, you have to be able to constantly reinvent yourself based on, you know, 
the day that comes and you never know what's going to come. You know, it's, we're, we're in the fall right now, you know, over on the East coast, it's going to be winter soon. It's like, you know, seasons change. Like you can't change them, but you can change yourself. You know, we're at different stages of life. Like you were in undergrad. That's when we met. And it's like, I was a young professor. I'm not a young professor anymore. You know, I've, I've, I've been experienced presented, published, all these different things, had failures and successes and all these different things. You know, I have a family now. It's like things change. You have to reinvent who you are and what you're, what you're willing to do. So, yeah. Got to focus on the controllables. I think that's the biggest thing too, to take away from that, right? Like what can you control? What's out of your control? And like accepting that, that like, there's so much that's outside of our control. Even like, I hear, I hear this all the time too, even like your body, like what, like food do you can or can't eat? Like you can't control certain things, right? Like you have to kind of be receptive to like the feedback you get. And then does this make me feel good? Does it not? Obviously this is more your um, professional advice, but, and your, your, your expertise, but like, I feel like there's just so many things that are outside of our control. And I, I think the older that I get, and I'm sure you can shed some light on this too, is just trying to focus on the things that what, what can you control? And obviously always knowing that there is an alternative and there is a solution to any kind of problem that's going to present itself. And life's all about problems, right? That's like how we grow. And it's the other biggest thing I learned from school too, is like, how many times is it going to take you to fall down to get back up and do it the right way on the like, hundredth try, right? Like it doesn't matter about the 99 attempts that it took you to get it on the hundredth the right way. Like no one's going to worry about all the failures that I had in PT school to now know that I'm a doctor of physical therapy and I'm licensed and I'm a clinician and I know what I'm doing. Like no one sees that. They just see the end result. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the biggest thing too. I think Gary V always talks about it. You mentioned it too, but like you have to fall in love with like the process of like the grind of like putting the work in, of like putting like those consistent steps in every single day and surrounding yourself with the right people and knowing that you're eventually going to get to where you want to be. You know, you don't want to just get to point, you know, you're going from A to B and just get to B right away and not have that entire experience of all the things that you're going to learn through the process of trying to get to your goal. So, yeah, it's not, it's not, what is it? It's not, it's not so much what you get in the end, but who you become in the process of getting it you know, getting that thing. It's it, listening to the one thing you were saying, talk about, you know, like change and growth. So it's like, you are going to continually grow. It's just, you know, how you grow is entirely up to you. So, you know, what's that saying? Life is 10% what happens to you, you know, and 90% what you do about it, you know, circumstances don't determine uh, where you can go. They merely determine where you start, you know, so everyone starts at a different place and you can't change that. But, you know, are you just going to let that like hold you down and not grow and things like that? It's like, what's the the other one? Um, it's sort of like, if you think of a tree, it's like, it's really interesting because this one, I can't remember, I've heard it a couple of times, but the idea of like human beings were the only like animal species that's ever existed that doesn't pursue the better version of themselves, you know, on a daily basis, like all day, every day, you know, and it's like, we specifically and purposely will like hold ourselves back or not go for that, which like will enhance us. So it's like a tree. It's like a tree all day, every day is going to do everything it possibly can, you know, to grow as tall as it possibly can. If you all of a sudden have other trees crowded out, it's going to change, reinvent itself, you know, to try and grow differently. That's a 
a pursuit that is very valuable to that tree, things like that. We're not trees, but you know, I mean, this is where you get back to that whole message of, well, the principles of like almost anything are very simple, but again, simple doesn't mean easy. So, but yeah, so, um, you know, I mean, that's a little bit of, of, of who we are, things we stand for. Um, and I think in the next, the next upcoming episodes, we'll try and stick to obviously based on the feedback that we get from this as well. Um, integrating as we did today, like the, we said, uh, self value and self development and personal development, I think is what you said, right. Uh, mm-hmm. trying to always have that in each subsequent episode, but also trying to have themes. So maybe if people want to hear more about nutrition or people want to hear more about uh, functional movement or, you know, the physical therapy realm, or just in general, like CrossFit, um, exercise, Dr. Dowd has a ton of experience in so many different things, um, hiking, um, long endurance running right um, oh you name it you so name, a, name a hobby i mean gosh yeah. I, I crocheted for like one year scarves and stuff <laughs> like that um, my dad used to get so mad at me but yeah i was on the surf team in grad school you know i skied my whole life i mean just you name it skateboarding rollerblading i used to race bmx bikes mountain bike like all, all sorts of things um you know and again it's my, those things have changed for me. I've constantly reinvented, you know, when I was single, wasn't married, no kids. It's like, okay, I can take on more daring, adventurous things and drop off the grid for longer periods of time. And, you know, over time, as you know, I got kids, I'm no longer in this life uh, for myself. And I have other, you know, uh, human beings that I'm responsible for. So I have to, you know, reinvent and I have different pursuits and I get to enjoy that, um, at a different level. So, but yeah, a big part of it's, Hey, we're ultimately here to just talk between ourselves, but, um, you know, a big part of it is hopefully this message can, you know, uh, hit home for others and give, give us feedback on, Hey, this is what I'd like you to talk about. Um, and, and this is where, again, part of, I think both of our backgrounds, um, you know, would be, oh, if there's something that I'm generally knowledgeable on, or if someone wants me to learn about something, it's, oh, well, that's, that's my research background. Like I will dive deep. I mean, even just for these podcasts, it's like, my gosh, the amount of hours just, and it's, it's the, the end result is here. And it's like, oh, the video looks good. Sound looks good. You know, we got these microphones, all these things, but it's like, gosh, I, I loved every minute of, researching and watching videos on how to do these different things. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to doing it and I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm here doing it with you, Tyler. I know it's a pleasure, man. This is awesome. This today was a little shorter. We'll probably try and keep our, um, upcoming episodes anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour, I would say. Um, but just, we wanted to like, you know, touch base, kind of say what we're going to provide, like Dr. David said, and, uh, talk about what value pursuit stands for kind of plug reinvent a little bit try and get you guys to learn a little bit more about what that's going to offer and really looking forward to again just so many different things that we're going to be able to talk about and hopefully some really cool guests that we'll be able to bring on from both of our backgrounds as well Mm -hmm. ask them some questions have some interview style discussions and just here to provide everyone with value um, and chasing the value pursuit in life um, and all different aspects so yeah, and to help, help them uh, help them pursue you know that which is valuable uh, to them because for everyone it's going to be different. So, all right, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for the conversation, Tyler. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure, man. 
What's up guys, it's Tyler from reInventco. We released some new merchandise, part of our standard tee collection. We got two colorways. I'm currently wearing the dark heather gray. We also have a cardinal red. Uh, they're fitted, they're super high quality. We've got the nice reInvent logo on the front. We got a quote on the back, a lifestyle of continued growth. Um, I'm 195 pounds, six foot, so I'm wearing a large. We got small, medium, large, and XL. These are one of one. They're going really quick. We've had a lot of support. We want to say that we'd appreciate that and appreciate the belief in this company. Get them while you can. Uh, they're $30 local pickup, Westchester, New York, and uh, $35 shipped to you. Join the movement.